Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Force Fan Podcast on our website at forcefanpodcast.com and on your favorite podcast app. You're off to something. If you come with us, you're in this life for good. Who are these guys? What do you think? Well, what do you know? You might want to buckle up, baby. Inspired by a galaxy far, far away, you're listening to Fans of the Force Podcast. Welcome back, Star Wars fans. It's another exciting episode of Fans of the Force Podcast. I am your moderator, John K. Frederick, and with me are my co-host, Extremes. Go, we're, we're, we're excited for Solo. It's Adrian and Capri. Solo. Oh, so excited for this. This is the week we've been waiting for. It's another yes. Star Wars story coming out. And this time, instead of Rogue One, it's Solo. And it's the origin of Han and Chewbacca. We're excited. We're ready to roll. I mean, this is crazy. Another Star Wars movie. It seems like it hasn't even been six months yet. <laughs> I know, right? That's weird how that works out. <laughs> Way to go, Disney. No, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, uh, by the way, um, another reason for thanks for buying Star Wars, Disney. You're just pumping them out. And so far, so good. That's right. Oh, yeah. No, don't listen to the haters. We love it. Keep it, keep it coming. Definitely. Well, before we get uh, too crazy into all the solo action, what do you say we hand things over to Cat Ray for some galactic geek out? Let's go. The big news that was just announced last week is that Star Wars Celebration is going to be headed to Chicago in 2019. Going to take... Yeah, it's going to take place from April 11th through 15th at McCormick Place, and tickets go on sale June 5th at 12 p.m. Central Standard Time. I think we should all cosplay as Wampas, because it's going to be cold! Yeah. (laughs) This was really exciting news, because... People were starting to think maybe there wasn't going to be a celebration. There had been no announcement, nothing forthcoming. And then, bam, all of a sudden they announced it. And in Chicago, of all places, which I think a lot of people were thinking maybe it would go back to Anaheim or it would maybe go back to Orlando again to have some tie-in with the new... Star Wars lands that are going to be opening in both of those places, but Chicago, here we are, or will be. Well, there's some bright side to having it in Chicago um, because it's been a while since I've had Chicago deep dish pizza. So <laughs> that's a that's a major positive. And uh, let's see, that time of year, might be able to catch a cool hockey game on the side. That'd be awesome. Um. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Should be a good time. You know, John. It's gonna be. Fun. I was kind of bummed out about it being in Chicago, but thank you. The, the pizza just kind of finished. It's, <laughs> it's a no. cherry it's on top. It's like Star Wars <laughs> no, and Chicago the, deep dish. Like you know the, what? Yeah. The, from the food angle alone, 
We gonna be alright. We alright. Yes, I think so. Yeah. My wallet's not ready, but we'll be alright. We can uh, save up our money and go, uh, you know, have dinner over at Dicka's. Yeah. <laughs> I have you have John. It sounds like you've been to Chicago before. You know, it's been Adrian. many, 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 many years. But yes, I've been. Same for me. Yeah. I, I got stuck in outside Chicago of the once. airport. That is. You got, got stuck, stuck in, in Chicago? Chicago. Got stuck in Chicago. Uh-oh. Yeah, it was Did a grease you up and pull you out, or almost. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, let's just say it was not a pleasant experience. Okay, it was. Okay. It was really. That, that's another podcast episode, but yeah, it was. It was bad. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, I also have family in Chicago, so. Oh no doubt. Can yeah. we couch surf? Yeah. Are they that they close to family? Yeah, yeah. My, my, my tío lives up there, my cousin. So I'll be like, hey, so uh, when am I stay here? Oh, and I brought two nerds with me. Is that cool? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Oh, we brought pizza. All right. Yeah. yeah. It's deep ditch. Deep, deep ditch. <laughs> so that'll be interesting. Yeah, then. it's been it's been many, many years since I've been to Chicago, so... I I'm looking forward to going back, and my husband wants to come too, so that could be a fun a fun trip for oh, cool. both of us. So we'll see. John, would your wife join us for celebration? Doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> Doubt it. The, she, the when I said, in that. When I said so, Star Wars Celebration is in Chicago. She mentioned something about separate vacations next year. So, <laughs> you know what, John? It's fine. You know, uh, John and her, and her husband, I mean, uh, Ken and her husband can totally just do their thing. But you and me will stay up all night and play Monopoly and just nice. eat pizza. Star Wars Monopoly. Star Wars Monopoly, which I do own and have extra pieces. All right. It'll be lit. Cool. <laughs> We got this. We got uh, this. You guys tear you up the this. town like like you did in in New Orleans, John? Yes, we did. We played Star Wars Monopoly. <laughs> I was yeah. Boba Fett when I won. <laughs> I, lost I think to there's going to be so much to do that you're not going to need to play Star Wars Monopoly. You know- <laughs> the interesting thing is that right now celebration is scheduled to go five days when in the past it's been four days. Right. Oh, so man. there's actually going to be a whole extra day. So. You know, actually, Kat, since a lot of people, like the smarter people, the more devoted people stay in those lines overnight, I think Ugh. bringing a Monopoly board wouldn't be that bad of an idea. You're, that's right. I I feel like I'm too old to do that, you guys. That's already making me tired. <laughs> hey, um, excuse me, question. Will there be electricity on said line? Because I have a CPAP machine and I can't sleep without it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm just, I'm just saying. Two years ago or however long ago it was, Force Awakens celebration, JJ and I think Kathleen bought everyone in line pizza. Yeah. The last celebration, yeah. Ryan went through the whole entire line to meet every single fan that was waiting. Yeah. So. Kind of one-upped it. So I'm just saying, something amazing like that might happen. Yeah. I'm sure it's it true. will, too. It's true. It's like, wow, J.J. Abrams, I, think- I totally think your movies are acceptable. I love them. <laughs> <laughs> 
I I think Plus, there are a lot of people. This is also Chicago, the hometown of Oprah. So you might win a car, and you might win a car, and you might win a car. <laughs> Somehow I don't think we'll see Oprah there, though. Dang it. But you, you can yeah. pass go and collect $200. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> you can win a TIE Fighter, and you can win a TIE Fighter. <laughs> or pass go and get 200 Republic credits. Yeah. <laughs> it'll it'll so, be fun. I think I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It should be a lot of fun. Um, tickets go on sale the day after my birthday. So happy birthday to me! That'll right. be <laughs> it's going to be my birthday uh, celebration. God, have we heard what the what this is going to set me back? No prices yet. I'm I'm thinking about that too, buddy. Oh man, I I'm just, I, I'm, I'm just quote I, Han Solo. Yeah. I've got a bad, bad feeling, feeling about, about this. this. <laughs> I, I on, you know, I honestly, I don't know. Um, I'm, unless you're doing something like buying a VIP pass, which I imagine would be a considerable amount of money. I mean, I feel like most conventions tend to run for like a, you know, four day pass. You know, it's probably going to be, at least for the pass, a couple hundred bucks. It's the hotels, yeah. hotel, food, drink, anything else. That's yeah. all. So I don't think the pass itself will be. I mean, people take their kids to these things. Like, I think if they priced it so prohibitively that, you know, people who wanted to bring their whole families couldn't go, <gasps> I think there'd be an uproar. So we can I pretend think- to be your kids. John and I will pretend to be your kids. That's it. <laughs> Problem solved. Mammy, mammy, I want Star no, Wars, mammy. All, all the love to my children, but if if my husband is going to come, it will just be the two of us as a grown-up vacation, and we will leave the A grown-up vacation at a Star Wars convention. Hey. What? I find nothing wrong with that comment. I, I find nothing wrong with that comment either. I was just restating it. That's all I was doing. We all, we all have our priorities. This is my priority. Right. That's cool. It's okay. No issues. No issues from me. <laughs> well, celebration's going to be exciting, no matter what. And if uh, you know, it'd, it'd be super cool if uh, if all three of us could go for all five days. Yeah. Well, it's gonna be party. We'll see once they actually start releasing like pricing information. Right. Yeah. Yes. So, so with that, sorry, do my job as newscaster. Um, you can visit StarWarsCelebration.com to sign up for a mailing list, and supposedly they're gonna have more details as we get closer um, to the ticket date which is again june 5th i would hope so, so. <laughs> i signed up for the mailing list today Woo. so we'll see see if that gets me any insider information cool uh, all right moving on 
don't forget, there's going to be a new Forces of Destiny short that's going to be released this Friday in that's conjunction. Right. Oh, with I totally forget about that. Solo. Yeah, the solo good episode. Thing you, good thing you have me. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so, very much, Kit Ray. New for- yeah, oh, new Forces of Destiny short this Friday in a panel this weekend. Timothy Zahn revealed that he has two more Thrawn books planned. Not one, but two. Two, yes. Um, but that they can't be finalized as yet because episode nine needs to be completed. Which makes you wonder if there's any kind of tie-ins. Potentially. I probably, honestly, I would guess, and this is just pure speculation, um, I would guess that it maybe has more to do with what maybe certain characters are doing rather than the fact that we would actually see Thrawn coming into the sequel trilogy, but that's just, you know... That's just what I think. That doesn't necessarily mean it's correct. Yeah, no, I I, I think you might be onto something with that. Do you think Thrawn I likes just, Chicago I, deep dish pizza? Would he cons- would he consider <laughs> it art? If he knew it was good for him, no, I don't. Know. <laughs> Sorry, my well, bad. I'm is, still on the pizza. I'm I'm kind of hungry right now, so there is <laughs> there is the thought that he is a villain, so maybe he wouldn't. But I mean, everyone loves pizza. Hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pizza. Yeah. Sorry, did not mean to derail. Continue. <laughs> Are you sure? Um, so anyway, it's it is very interesting. Like I'm excited for getting two more Thrawn books, so I think that's cool. Oh, absolutely. Um, and I also I I also think it's cool that you know it probably is gonna at least the story's gonna weave throughout. Um, the OT timeline potentially. And maybe this means we'll get to see a little bit of what he and Ezra are off doing. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm for it. I'm excited. I like Timothy's on. So more Timothy's on writing is always good to me. And I also like pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Thrawn and Ezra's Pergil adventure. I love it. I want it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Bill and Ted, but with Pergo. Yeah. It'll be yeah. great. <gasps> Did you guys do that special pre-order thing for the new novel? Where have you sent in a copy of your I receipts? haven't. You, you haven't? I need... I haven't. You. I need to. You had... That was through Del Rey, I believe. And I think you had until the end of June to do that so i better double check on that and do it so i can get my copy of the first thrawn book it's it's a copy of the first novel a paper bag i think but you also get an autograph from yes. timothy zahn if oh I remember right that's cool. i think we get an autograph i didn't realize that cool very cool so yeah i'm hoping i wouldn't mind adding thrawn uh, thrawn so timothy zahn's autograph to my collection <laughs> Thrawn's on. Maybe that's where the name comes from. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so as of 
today, Monday, May 21st, uh, Solo has had two premieres, one in L.A. and one at the Cannes Film Festival. And so far, the early reviews seem to be positive. Um, According to people that were there, the film received a four-minute standing ovation at the Cannes Festival. So How long? Seems... Four minutes. Oh, wow. That's pretty long. That's Which seems pretty long. Dude, that's like a whole a... YouTube video. Like two. <laughs> Seriously. That's pretty good. So I seems, sounds like it, you know, people are enjoying it. So good. I'm, I'm happy about that. I've, I have not, I don't know about you guys. I'm not reading any of the reviews because I want to go into it unspoiled um, Spoiler, Han even, dies. Even, even, yeah. Four movies later. <laughs> even, yeah. <laughs> even though they're, even though people are proclaiming, you know, spoiler-free reviews, I'm just avoiding all temptation. Trying yeah. to avoid all temptation. That's pretty much and what I'm doing, too. Yeah, ditto. So, I haven't really read anything. Just trying to contain my expectations and excitement at this point, and... <sighs> um... In an interesting tidbit, at the L.A. premiere, John Favreau revealed that the series that he's currently writing, um, which sounds like it is a TV series, is going to be set seven years after the Battle of Yavin, or four years after Return of the Jedi. It was initially reported that it was going to be seven years after Return of the Jedi, yeah. but it turns out that that was incorrect, and it's actually seven years after the Battle of Yavin. Which puts us in a much, well, I mean, with 30-ish years between Return of the Jedi and TFA, even seven years is still closer to the OT era. But The Aftermath books are like a year or two? After Endor? Ba- yeah, basically in the, you know, first couple of years after second Death Star, Endor, Endor uh, slash End of Return of the Jedi. Yeah, so it's like possible maybe we might see some characters from those books pop up. I mean, I kind of doubt it because I feel like with all of these series, you know, you've got like the book characters kind of inhabit one part and then... You know, right. the TV and movies will be their other thing. So we'll see. I mean, I'm not convinced that we will. It could be cool. But, <laughs> but it does open. I mean, you know, like, could we see Baby Ben? Will he get a mention? Will there be something? Might there, you know, will we hear about what Luke is doing? You know, is... You were... Thinking about whether the new Han and Lando might show up in some capacity in this. That's that's true. I did, while John was off gallivanting around Mexico and mm-hmm. New Orleans. <laughs> yes, um, I was. It was quite delightful. I did. And we're glad you're back. <laughs> I had cafe au lait and beignets. It was fabulous. Oh, <laughs> so good. Um, it did cross my mind that potentially... You know, we we know or, you know, it's been was revealed or whatever that at least Alden has signed a contract for several movies. Mm. Um, 
Now, I doubt they're actually going to make a bunch of Han Solo spinoff movies, but it's possible in the contract, you know, like, could we see him make an appearance as like a one-off, you know, I obviously am under no illusion. I don't think the, the, the series is in any way going to focus on any of the major OT characters, you know, Luke, Leia, Han. Is it possible we could get cameos or references? Maybe. That'd be dope. So, yeah, I mean, and I would be, I would be all for that. So, um, but yes, it did cross my mind that potentially with these contracts, you know, maybe that could be one thing that we might see. What would the, you know? Well, television and film contracts tend to be very, very different. That's true. That's true. So, Valden's got two more movies on his contracts. Any possibility of him showing up in a TV format would would be its own separate uh, beast. That's yeah, and I mean, I think a lot of these. Um, you know, they do that just for whatever. I'm not a movie buff, but this happens a lot because didn't like Felicity Jones sign a contract that was for three movies or something yeah. and then they killed everybody in Rogue One. So, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean anything. Do you think they're going to kill Han in this one? Totally. Oh, no. Totally, guys. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, and, I, and I guess my input on this whole thing is that I'm – I'm excited that that's what the time frame is because it's so close to what we all know and love. But I'm also a little sad that's the time frame they're choosing to explore because we know we won't get a Harrison Ford cameo. We're not going to get a Mark Hamill cameo. We're certainly not going to get a Carrie Fisher cameo. Um, the best we can hope for outside of recasting those characters is mentions and and that sort of thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, so it's that true. you know that um, that closes the door to you know, you know more adventures with the original cast. But you know at the same time, maybe we'll see um, a, a live action Hera. Ooh, yeah, that'd be cool too. We don't or yeah or Rex going or you know, whomever. You know, I mean mm-hmm. it. it there, there's other. There's a lot of possibilities. Absolutely, there's a whole lot of crayons in the box. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still kind of reserved on the whole streaming side of things. Like, I'm sure it'll be great. I really do, but I'm not gonna really dwell on it until, until I see a trailer or. Or an image, a logo. For and something. then you'll get excited and go yeah. plunk down the eight or ten bucks or whatever the stream is going to cost per month. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> that's that's what I'm foreseeing too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm kind of the same way. Like, I don't really want to speculate at this point because literally it could go anywhere, and I feel like it's kind of useless to speculate because we honestly have. I mean, idea. for all we uh, know, it could end up being an Ewok story. I mean, it's, just, it's all on indoor, and they're cl- <laughs> they're cleaning up the Death Star uh, fragments and shards and giant pieces that fell on the surface, and it could just be a nice epic saga of of that. I mean, it would suck, but it could be that. 
Could be. Know, the in, Maybe. The, envir- the environmental devastation from having... Uh, there you go. You know, stormtroopers and... <laughs> Or, anyway. or it could be a storm troop, bunch of stormtroopers that survived that battle, and they're fighting for their lives, being hunted by these Ewoks, so it ties into the Battlefront 2 game. Right. <laughs> Which is still fun, by the way, although it's not active again. <laughs> but yeah, the point is, it could literally literally be anything. It is just way yes. too, too, too early. It's too. so early, or so... Ugh. Sorry, I can't speak right now. Um, <laughs> but, it, I mean, it's exciting that it's, you know, it seems everything's moving forward full steam ahead. You know, they're not they're not slowing down. I think he I think he said and without going back to the video, you know, I can't quote verbatim, but I think he said he had four scripts written. And we have no idea, like, how long this would be, you know, how long a series season is going to be. So, Or even how still, long an episode's you know? going to be. Yeah, true. that's true, too. Yeah, is it half hour, hour? We don't know. So, but things, I mean, things are definitely moving. So, that's exciting. Just something else to be looking forward to. Yes, and let's wrap up Galactic Geek Out with a wild rumor. Okay. Pere- perennial favorite right now, um, but supposedly... Giant grain of the, salt? Uh, <laughs> giant grain of salt. Great yeah, salt? Get out your... Get out your salt block. Um, the <laughs> currently unannounced, untitled... Probably not really in existence. Obi Wan Kenobi standalone is supposedly in pre-production right now, with shooting scheduled to begin spring 2019. To which everyone kind of rolls their eyes. It's like, mm-hmm. oh god, I want that to be true so bad. <laughs> I want it to be true but until there is anything announced and there has been absolutely nothing at this point i kind of now at this point i'm like rolling my eyes every time i see one of these rumors get posted on the internet Um, well here's here's the thing about those rumors you know when they're so prevalent as they are in this case there might be a hint of truth in there um and especially when you consider that, you know, a uh, a rumor about a Lando spinoff movie was pretty quickly shot down this week as well. So if if that means that they're definitely not doing Lando, but they haven't shot down the whole Kenobi thing either. Know what that's, I'm saying? That's- yeah, no, Good I you know, read, there, John. Read, be- yeah. read between the lines. Yeah, no, it's you're completely correct. They they haven't said no, <laughs> right? But they haven't said Don't yes. They, say, <laughs> they have said no to Lando. Yeah, said so the same too. Yes, that, that, uh, there's a bit of truth to every legend or something like that. So right, yeah, right. Yeah. 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 So a little, little you know, just to keep hope alive. Legends. There you go. Feast on that crumb. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, so we can. It was it was a a quote of Kathleen Kennedy's that was mistranslated um, by a French movie publication premiere. That uh, I'm not quite sure. I 
Sorry, poor reporting on my part. I'm not quite sure what question she was asked, um, but it was about Lando. And basically her answer was, oh, you know, we really enjoyed Lando. You know, we think he's a great character. And it, you know, something like it was great to have part of his story in this movie. And that somehow got translated to, oh, we're going to do a Lando spinoff. It's, you know, (laughs) which... Right. But yeah, like Adrian said, they shot down pretty quickly. So, so he doesn't die in this movie. Is what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> well, and I guess nope. that leads us to our main topic of discussion. Which Adrian would you like to announce? I would, but before we get into that, I would just like to yeah. remind everyone about our giveaway. We are still doing that. Oh yes, please, yes, indeed. We are running that up until, you said Friday originally, but I think we're going to extend it until through the premiere weekend. Okay. So, uh, yeah, so courtesy of our sponsor, Radar Toys, we are giving away a couple of Funkos and Wobblers, and they're all Star Wars, and they're amazing, and I'm kind of mad and jealous that I can't keep them. But that's that's just my baggage. (laughs) They're all at my house right now, and I'm dying. (laughs) At least you get to look at them. them. (laughs) Yeah, but they're pretty neat. It's a it's a great giveaway. Uh, Thanks again to Radar Toys for for supplying them. Um, Go to our website at forcefanpodcast.com slash giveaway for a chance to enter. Uh, If you put in the special code word sabak, that doubles your entry there on the website. So you get two entries there. Uh, Follow us and like uh, our image post on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at forcefanpodcast for another entry on each. And an iTunes review also acts as an entry. So head on over to iTunes and you know, write a little review. If you enjoy the podcast, we'd, we'd appreciate to hear from you guys. But yeah, we're running that up until the end of the week. Uh, wobblers, Pops, real good stuff. Get on it. Do it. Do it. Can we put a Before disclaimer... Can we put a disclaimer in there somewhere in the legalese that says if you don't if you win and don't claim your prize within I don't know 3 months that I get to keep it? <laughs> Is that my house? Dang it. <laughs> well, you do have 24 hours to claim them and if you don't, we pick someone else. So, okay. if that's theoretically if that someone else doesn't claim them and then we pick another one and then, you know, just keeps going down that route. I gotcha. It's um, Employ- employees of the podcast, uh, paid or unpaid, are not eligible to win. Yeah, sorry, buddy. Yeah. Um, before we Ooh-wee. move into our main topic, wait, I, w- I have one more thing to say before okay. we move into our right. one topic, okay. and it's right. actually it's a quote from Timothy Zahn Ooh, okay. about the supposed Thrawn novels. So we set the record straight. Um, is that. He says, and I quote, I do not currently have any new Star Wars books under contract. What I said was that I had outline proposals, which isn't the same thing. Oh. So FYI, these are not actually books that are necessarily planned, um, which is what I first said. Um, But he has proposals for books currently not under contract. I absolutely appreciate that clarification. Yes, yes, so do I. And that 
and that he says that he has no idea what is coming up in episode nine and that the movies come first and their content defines the direction of Star Wars for all the rest of the creative people playing in the sandbox. So clarification from Timothy Zahn himself as to any potential Thrawn books. So cool. There we go. Right. There's the record. Set the record. All straight. right. Well, thank you very yeah, much. We are, yeah, no, I, I appreciate you checking that out for us. And I, Actually, I'm kind of impressed you got that so quickly as we were <laughs> still uh, somewhat on the topic. That's kind of bananas. Good job, Cat. Yeah. That's why we love Cat thank, Ray. Boom. Totally. Thank God for the thank God for Twitter and the internet. Um, <laughs> smartphones. Woo. Yay. All right, but Adrian, take us away. All right. So considering it's solo premiere weekend, I thought it'd be fun for us to go over some fan theories about what might happen or might not happen in the film. So I took the liberty of putting together some of uh, the more plausible possibilities, the more grounded uh, rumors, theories, and made a list of some of the quote-unquote hell-nah theories that are just (laughs) a delight to read. Um... Yeah, I think it'll be fun, and we can we can mix in our own little theories along as, as we go to. I think okay, it'll be fun. all right. Uh, okay. So uh, I, before that, I feel like we should do this. I feel like we should do this MythBusters style, Ooh. like <laughs> plausible, <laughs> not plausible. You know? Okay. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah. Maybe you mix them up, and we we can vote on plausible or not plausible. Oh, yeah. I love it. I love it. Yes. We. All right. <laughs> See how crazy we can get. Okay. <laughs> totally. All right. All right. So let's just take I a... I mean, does that totally mess with the format you were going to present? Not at all. I, I okay. have them separated by categories like that, so I could just mark them off as we go. That works okay. perfectly. Okay. All right. <laughs> this is going to be fun. All right. So just a, a quick word from our sponsors, and uh, we'll be right back with that. Breathe. Just breathe. Reach out with your feelings. Now, what do you see? Toys. Aisles of toys. Where, Ray? Radar toys. What else do you see? Funko Pop vinyl. Kid robot. Tokidoki. There's something else. Radartoys.com. Resist it. They have free shipping on all domestic orders. It's calling me to their store on West 11th. Radartoys.com. In these uncertain times, precautions need to be taken. You never know when a stormtrooper will come bursting through your door, leaving behind a wake of dead bodies and carbon scarring. Papers, please. You never know when a Wookiee could pull your arms out of the socket. A Tusken Raider could jack your ride. And who hasn't been befallen by a womp rat infestation? For these events and so many more, rely on Cloud City Insurance. Hi, I'm Lando Calrissian, administrator of this facility. Cloud City Insurance. Trust me. Don't trust Lando. This deal's getting worse all the time. Pray Darth Vader doesn't leave a garrison here. And we're back! Alright, so... We're going to do the solo Mythbusters theories episode right here, right now. This is awesome. I'm excited. That was a really cool call. A great call, Cat. I just... Now I know what's going to happen is I'm totally going to find some crackpot theory and be like, plausible, it's plausible. <laughs> yes, I do. I do. Okay, but to keep to keep uh, some sort of format here, all right? Let's, mm-hmm. let's do it this way. 
I will read off the theory. No comments or interruptions. I'm just gonna re read it straight through. Okay. Save everything for after okay. I'm done with it, and then unleash. Just go to town. All right. So then you you'll need to clue us and like take turns and say, Cat Ray, plausible or unplausible, and then that opens the door for Cat Ray, and then turn to me and ask the same thing. Sound good? Uh, if you guys want to do it that way, I was just thinking, just let me get through the whole craziness of some of these before okay. before yeah. commenting. So let's just okay. do it like that. Once I finish with it, just free. It's a free for all. It's a it's a battle royale. <laughs> just okay. I know it's gonna be hard not to comment on some of these. Okay. All, all right. right. Let's try the first one out and see how it goes. Bring it on. Right. Uh, yeah. Before I go into those actual uh, rumors uh, theories, a few honorable mentions slash fan faves that I'm not gonna include in that list, but I thought would be interesting enough or relevant enough to bring up anyway. So okay. just to go down that list real quick, Jabba shows up. Boom. Okay. Everybody thinks that. Some people don't. Whatever. Boba Fett is involved with Infis Nest and the Cloud Riders. Seems to be another popular one. The film ends at the cantina with Ewan McGregor's Ben Kenobi going into the cantina to find Han and Chewie. Ooh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, and those are the ones you aren't mentioning. I'm not mentioning these. Okay, all right. Uh, actually some pretty good ones, too. <laughs> Han was abandoned by his parents like Rey, hence why he kind of has a connection with her in The Force Awakens. Dryden Voss is a Mandalorian, or will don Mandalorian armor in the finale of the film. Han meets Maz in this film, which would be kind of cool. Uh, Grand Moff Tarkin shows up, too. To just kind of mess things up the way he usually does for for rebels and scum alike. Uh, and to finish it off, this is from our very own John. Lando is pansexual for Chewie. <laughs> Thanks for including that one. You bet, man. And this is mine. Uh, Lando is pansexual for all three. And I actually kind of have some stuff for that. But yeah. Okay. Those were the All honorable right. mentions and fa fan faves. Any quick little comments before we get into the main ones? I find some of those plausible and some of them less plausible. <laughs> um, yeah. I yeah. mean, the one the one about Han being abandoned by his parents, I mean, we don't know that's what actually happened, but, you know, at, at some point, you know, he's kind of gone off the rails as a young man, Um you know, headed down his smuggling life. So obviously at some point, either his parents died or, you know, maybe he was. So I find that to be plausible, but I don't think they're really going to get into that in the film, personally. I, I, there, were, there were some reactions to the Eddins at the Cantina with Ewan McGregor showing up. Mm. I guess we should warn that these are all <laughs> no no spoilers. We no, these are, are all theories. theories. It's all Crazy speculation. Theories. If any of this yeah. turns out to be true, we had no idea. All right? Right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I just, just crazy fan talk here. I just That's all. scoured the inter interwebs looking for these, dodging actual spoilers left and right. 
Wow. <laughs> I, 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 You're actually kind of my hero right You're now. You're a brave just man. Saying. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. Were you wearing your Mandalorian armor? Because you must have needed it. Oh, God. I wish. Because, dude, you the Mandalorian. <laughs> I like it. Sorry, that's just what I do. Bad jokes. Uh, and we love you for it. All right. Yep. So unless we got any other comments on that, let's just, I'd say we just jump right in. Okay. Do it. All right. All right. So first one, plausible or hell nah? Kira is an imperial mole. Hmm. That's it. That's a short one. Yeah. I, I mean, plausible because we don't know anything about her and she and Han have clearly spent some time apart from when they were, I mean, at least to me, it feels like from the trailers, they've spent some time apart after, you know, after meeting each other and kind of whatever they're doing. Um, So I would say plausible in the sense that, you know, who knows what she was doing in between then and now. Right, right. John. Yeah, I think I have to agree with that. I, I think it's, at this point, it's totally plausible because we don't know squat. You know, and, and it would be, you know, if you look at, at, at the, the typical things that make up movies, we already know that there's going to be somebody turning on Han Solo. We we know that from the trailer when Woody Harrelson's character says something that I'm paraphrasing, you know, don't trust anyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, it's very plausible that the character that's going to be the turncoat could easily be Kira. That one is also plausible for me. I put it in the plausible list. So. Yeah! <laughs> okay, all right. There we go. Okay. Uh, this one actually had a lot of support, a lot more than I uh, thought it would. Interesting okay. to think about. Darth Maul and or the Inquisitors will be referenced or appear in the film. May I go? You may go. Go. I'm going to just straight out and say, oh, hell no. <laughs> and I, and I, here's, why, here's why I don't think so. I, I, think, I think not because that's not Han's story. Han's story isn't really about the Sith so much. And it's not about the Inquisitors. It's not about Jedis. You know, that's all hokey religion to him at this point in his life and if if we see a sith then that to him would open the door for the possibilities of jedis being more than a hokey religion so i'm gonna say oh hell no cadre um as cool as i think that would be i have to agree with john i in in the sense in the context of what we know about solo i have to say hell nah because 
like John said, I don't think it fits with the story that they're trying to tell. And I would agree. Hell nah. <laughs> cool. But you said it was getting a, some traction from other people, huh? Yeah, there was a lot of support for this one just because uh, and the, of the placement in the in the in the canon. So at this point, Maul is uh, He's still alive. still alive on his quest for knowledge. And so are so are uh, the Inquisitors. Yeah, sure. I mean, Vader's you know. training the Inquisitors at this point, and Vader shows nope. up like they've been rumoring for a while too. Uh, what's to say we might not see an Inquisitor? Maybe, maybe see them, recognize them, but they don't actually pull out the sabers or anything. Mm. Yeah, I'm still going with hell nah. Oh, I think totally. if, if this but, was a if this was a Kenobi movie, I'd say hell yeah. But since yes. since it's Solo, hell nah. <laughs> In fact, I'll even go as far as to say if we do if Han and a Sith or a Inquisitor are in the same room outside of Darth Vader, then I'm I'm going to say, that's Hooey. I'll be very disappointed. Mm. Hooey. Mm. All right, strong yeah. words. I know, well. Hooey, that'd be fine words. That's what right you get there. with me. Yeah, that's what you get with me. You get <laughs> ferocity like Hooey. <laughs> All right, let's pick another one. All right. L3 ends up uploading her consciousness into the Millennium Falcon, essentially becoming the ship. Discuss. Um. Ooh. Remember, 3PO and Empire. I don't know where your ship learned to communicate or whatever that line was, as a very distinct way of communicating, but... Well, and and so I'm going to say plausible, and we actually learn in The Last Jedi novelization, sorry, I'm going to talk about books, that nerd. the millen- nerd, uh, that the Millennium Falcon has three different personalities... Uh-huh. And they all hate C-3PO, <laughs> but they like R2. Elaborate. <laughs> Basically that that Han has done so much tinkering with the Falcon and work on the, you know, computer, whatever you want to, whatever they call it, um, that, that basically, you know, it, the, the brains that make up the Millennium Falcon are like three different people. Crazy. Like multiple personalities. Yeah, kind of. One of so, which could be L3. Could be, so I say plausible based on that. It's like that episode of Futurama How? where Sigourney Weaver voices the Planet Express ship and she starts a relationship with Bender. Yes. Could be. John? Well, I was going to go with hell nah, but I think Kat convinced me. I think I think it is plausible. So I'm going to go plausible. And it's plausible. Yeah! Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, that, that Empire uh, scene really 
sells it. Like, yeah, why not? An actual droid was uploaded. And we've been we've seen that kind of stuff in a old AU set before. Was it IG eighty eight or one of those droids like in the Death Star two, apparently, or something like that? Oh, I have no idea. Yeah, I don't maybe. Know. Like, yeah, not one of the best things, but it's 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 shown up in canon before, so I thought, yeah, I could see that. All right, next question. All right. Han saves Chewbacca from Vader. So somehow Han ends up taking part in this Wookiee liberation attack. You know, since we lo- since we know the Empire loves their Wookiee slaves, right? Yeah. Han and party, Han and friends, break out the Wookiees, including Chewbacca. And during the liberation, uh, Chewie gets into some trouble. More Imperial reinforcements arriving, which includes Vader. Dun, 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 Vader cameo. <laughs> and that's where Han uh, steps in, specifically saves Chewie. And that's when Chewie pretty much just picks him and be like, you know what? You're my friend. You saved me. We're, we're friends now. Life debt. Life debt. Yes. Discuss. Uh, as much as I, I, I guess I'm going to go plausible here too, because we know that parts of that happen. It's just the Vader part that, that I'm not so sure, but it, it's plausible that Vader could be there and that's where his cameo is. Uh, we know that at some point, um, that that Han is is part of the Empire, and that he has a change of heart and leaves for some reason, and and it's very plausible that it could be over the Wookies, and it's also plausible that Vader could be in the background of that, or in the foreground for for that matter. So uh, sure, I'll say plausible. Cool. I while I agree with John that it's potentially plausible for those reasons. Again, I think going, I'm going to say hell nah, because I don't think we're going to have a Han Vader confrontation. Yeah. I pref- I'd we prefer we didn't too. Empire. I would prefer that myself. So that's, that's, I'm saying hell nah. Plausible. Mm. Only because okay. of uh, uh, it's the same uh, mentality that John just said. Uh, I would like to see Han being part of some sort of Wookiee slave camp liberation. It's the Vader part that makes it kind of wonky. Yeah, yeah see, totally. that's, that's where I'm stuck. But, like, right. I, the concept itself is cool and very plausible to me. I guess if, if we were going to see Vader... That would be in this movie, and that's if, and I don't think we are. I hope we don't. If we saw Vader, I think we're saying I Vader. Could, I could accept it in this context. Uh-huh. I guess I. Eh, I would accept it in this context. I don't know if I'd be thrilled about it. <laughs> I would. I but would prefer. Who the that hell our, am I kidding? I, I actually pre- probably would be. Yeah, and I would prefer that our Vader cameo took place away from Han. Maybe he's, right. you know, pulling the strings from afar and, and setting things in motion that catch up to Han and 
indirectly involve Han, but Vader has no idea who Han Solo is, and mm-hmm. um, or, or Chewbacca specifically, and 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 I I really I would think it would be the big stinkeroo if they were all in the same room together. No, you you want a Rogue One type cameo where Vader never actually interacted with any of the main cast. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Minus Krennic. Yep. But he's Imperial. So be, I would, I'd be cool with I that. would find that uh-huh. I would find that much more acceptable. Alright. And myself. it would tie the two Star Wars story movies together in some way. A little bit, yeah. Because they indirectly involve Vader going psycho. <laughs> and you know, I, I also believe that Tarkin will probably show up again in this. So why not have Vader there too? Yeah. All right. Next question. Okay. <laughs> I'm Do just gonna say, oh hell no! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Han is a Kenobi. So oh, hell no! Oh, hey, 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 no interruptions. <laughs> Yeah, oh wait, there's, there's more. more. Okay, go there's, ahead. There's, someone thought about this pretty all hardcore. Right. Okay, all right, go ahead. <laughs> okay, I'm so waiting. Han Solo is actually Han Kenobi Satine. All right. So, after the events of the Phantom Menace, Obi Wan was in a dark place. His master had been killed. Yada yada. We know all that story. And uh, he found comfort in the arms of the Duchess. We know there was a history there based on their interactions in the Clone Wars. So who's to say there wasn't a night or two of uh, of passion, right? The Duchess, knowing that Kenobi uh, would be in trouble, <laughs> no. <laughs> sorry, sorry. But are you just, saying I... the Jedi formed an attachment <laughs> biblically? Oh, oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm literally, like, biting my fist right now. Um, the Duchess, knowing no. that Kenobi could be in trouble and she wouldn't want to ask him to leave the Order, hides their love child and sends him away. This child, abandoned by his birth parents, grows up to be Han Solo. In the original Star Wars, in A New Hope, when Kenobi and company go into the cantina... Kenobi senses a connection to Han. So he specifically picks Han, not just because of his fast ship, but because he sees potential in him and thinks he'd be an asset for the rebellion. And it would also explain how Han is such a good pilot because he has a Jedi father, hence some force sensitivity through lineage. And... George Lucas wanted the trilogies to be poetry and rhyming, and it just works so beautifully that way. So, yeah, Han Solo is actually Han Kenobi. Satine. Discuss. I stand by my original (laughs) comment. Oh, hell no! Oh, hell no! I, okay... I full marks for creativity. This is FY. This um, one had a big full following marks for too. Convolutedness. <laughs> I 
look, we all know that Satine and Obi-Wan's son is really quirky. <laughs> so don't at me with this Han Kenobi stuff. Um, <laughs> and we all know that Ray is really a Kenobi. Yeah, Still right. hanging on to that. Son of... Hey, yeah. hey, <laughs> if Han is a Kenobi, and a lot of people think Ray is related to Han, like, you know, she's his daughter, that would make her a Kenobi. So, you know what? It's I, more fuel for the Ray Kenobi oh, crowd. hell no! <laughs> yeah, I... Yeah, this... <laughs> this is... This is definitely an aw hell no. But... For... Okay, there are a couple of things. So, one... He... He's too young to for that timeline. Right? Like, he's only supposed to be... Well, we don't even know, I guess. But, you know, you think he's like 30... He's supposed to be like 30 in A New Hope. And 20 years have passed. Okay, well, no, actually, maybe the timeline works out. Now that I'm doing math. But, uh, no. No. Actually, eh, maybe. I don't know. No, oh, but I say, oh, hell no. no. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's, I think it's one, no. Like, not everyone in the galaxy far, far away is related to each other. So, and eh, just, no, no, no. It's a hell nah. I, okay, I strongly I disagree. Oh, boy, I couldn't even keep straight reading that one out. No, you couldn't. Yeah, I knew it was a hell no before I even read it. But come on. That was awesome. Hey, no, I, that, yeah. All right. Uh, short one. Uh, Thandie Newton's Val character in Solo is actually Sanastaros. I... For those of you that don't I'm know, a- Sanastaros is Han's quote-unquote first wife. And there's a whole lot of awkwardness and junk there. I... Well, I think that could be fun to see Sana on the big screen. I'm going to say... Hell nah, because we can have more than one black woman character. <laughs> so I'm going with hell nah. Yeah, I'm also going to go. Val is her own woman. I'm going. I'm going to also go with hell nah, um, just because. Why give her another name? Why not just call her Sonastaros? You know. So yeah, totally different people. Ah, hell nah. Hell nah. <laughs> But yeah, that's that one actually has some traction too for some reason. I mean, the age alone doesn't add up. Um, yeah, I will say my personal theory for Val is that she's gonna go out fairly early in the film. We haven't really seen her in marketing and and the trailers and such, so she's either gonna be a big old trader or she's gonna be big old dead fairly early on. I think. Uh, Infis Nest and Kira have a history. K- 
Kira is put in a position of choosing between Ifenest and Han. She sides with Han, and Nest ends up killing her for it. Discuss. Um, I mean, I'll go plausible because, again, we don't really know what Kira's been doing. Um, I do have a bad feeling she's going to die in this movie, so I don't, I don't really think this would happen, but it's not insane, so I'll, I'll say plausible. All right. John boy. Uh. Well, I was gonna go hell nah, <laughs> and the, I think I still will. I'm gonna yep. go. I'm gonna go hell nah. Now I'm gonna say hell nah. Why hell I, nah? I think. I I think that that you Kira's, you think she's gonna die. I do. I I I'm almost certain that Kira's gonna die in this film. Uh huh. Um. But I think she dies as a sacrifice so that Han and the others can live and the Falcon can get away. That's my theory. Um, I just, uh, yeah, I, you know what? I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna go plausible. I'll go. It's plausible. She got to <laughs> die somehow. She got to die somehow. She's going to die in this film. I mean, that's my, that was my prediction early on. Right. Is that she ain't making it through this mess. And it's going to be a big sacrifice. And, you know, it's it, it's going to have, you know, real meaning and, and loss and heartbreak for Han and all that stuff. It'll be the tragic part of the film. Um, so, yeah, um, it could be from, you know, she 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 escapes through the the buck tooth. This is my my theory. Mm-hmm. She. She she creates the buck tooth in the in the Falcon, and um, and escapes in the pod form of that, and diverts the attention. And it why why couldn't it be, Envis Nest destroying that that craft that portion of the Falcon with Kira inside it. So yeah, okay, it's plausible to me. That's oddly specific. <laughs> Well, I like that she's responsible for the for the gap. That's it's cool, and yeah, it's, yeah, that's that's my theory. Plausible. Yeah. Only yeah. because specifically, I, I kind of like the idea of Enfys Ness and Kira being connected somehow. Yeah. There seems to be a history. Uh, there is a history with Enfys and and Beckett. Yeah, that seems apparent from the trailers. Mm-hmm. So. I, I could see Kira being involved there too somehow. That one, it's either I could give or take. It's like yeah, whatever. But I could see it, so plausible. Yeah. Alrighty. Do, 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 do. Kira is Ray's mother. We haven't heard that one before. In The Force Awakens, it's easy to see that Han takes a liking to Ray. Some viewers thought there was a bit more to this. Like she reminded him of someone from his past, maybe. Huh? Also, Ray's original name 
was Kira with a K. Kira? Kira and Solo? Hmm, maybe. Maybe there's a connection there. And that's a nice little reference. And, you know, assuming Kira and, ha and Han have a romantic past, you know, maybe, maybe Han and Kira met up at some point. You know, Han had a little fight with Leia and just a one-night stand of passion leading to Rey. Hmm? Maybe? No? Discuss. I'm going to say, <laughs> oh, hell no. And here's the reason yeah. why. Because, because at this point, Ben isn't born yet. And Ben seems mm -hmm. to be older than Ray, mm -hmm. so the timelines don't match up. Mm -hmm. So I'm going, oh, hell no. Nah. So <laughs> at one point, no, don't, don't laugh. At one point, I was trying to twist myself into knots to think if I could come up with some crazy way to make Ray related to Han. And I was like, well, if this movie is set far enough back... And it's too far back. Han and Kira. Well, but not. I just said related. Notice I didn't say daughter. What about grandmother? I said related. Okay. Is that if it's set far enough back, as in you know, not within like three years or whatever of, or you know, some arbitrary time of A New Hope. If Han and Kira got together when they were young and Kira got pregnant and had a child and then that child had a child. So Grandma Kira. Yes. So not daughter. And, and that, I mean, those. And then, that would be really close spacing. And then spacing gave up that in, child for drinking money. Yeah. <laughs> but quite honestly, I'm with... I'm with John. It's a it's an aw hell nah. I mean, I for one, the timing just doesn't work for Ray to be the daughter of Han and Kira. And two, Ray isn't related to anybody. So hell no. Oh yeah, it's a total hell no. The Han Kenobi one had more of a backing than this one. Interesting. And, and interesting. I mean, I feel like every freaking time we see a new female lead, like Jin, a lot of people were swearing that Jin was yeah, going to be Yeah, that's Ray's mom. mom. Oh, you're right. No. It's like, uh, she did. What? <laughs> no. No. No, but she is related to the guy that, you know, created the Death Star weapon. That's true. So people are are related, just not the way you think, always. Not the way it should be either. Anyway, yeah. all right. Do, 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 do. Okay, so here's an interesting... This is, this is one I thought was really interesting. I had not thought about this one. This one got me to think a bit. Okay, all right. Okay. Han is actually an Imperial uh, trooper at this point. He's sent in by the Empire to bring down Tobias Beckett and company, but grows attached to that lifestyle and them as they go along on their adventure. Han eventually loses some of his imperial tendencies as their challenge along the way, eventually leading him to forsaking the Empire and going the way of the scoundrel by the end of Solo. Discuss. Hmm. That is actually a very interesting right? theory. Yeah. Personally, I find that I find that quite an interesting theory, and I hadn't thought that hadn't crossed my mind either. Uh, 
on the other hand... Like, why did Han leave the Empire? That That's a pretty... I think that's what it comes down right. to, which we don't know in the in the current canon why he left. Personally, I think given what we know of his up, upbringing, obviously that it's been kind of rough and he's kind of lived on the edges and obviously had some run-ins with the Imperials. I I'm I'm just going to say ah hell nah because I don't really from what we know of Han, I just don't really see him adapting to the Imperial lifestyle all that well. Like, it it's a job or, you know, a way to make some money. But I don't really see him being like Empire or Die kind of guy. So I'm going to say hell nah. All right. But now it I'm is also, interesting. I'm, I'm also going to go ah oh, hell nah because in, in my head canon. Han leaves the Empire because of the way the Wookiees are being treated and the relationship he forms with Chewbacca. Um, so uh, to me, even though that's not, you know, necessarily what's going to happen, in my headcanon, that is what happens. So that would betray my headcanon. Plus, how else did Chewie get involved if Han was an Imperial but not really you know you know what i'm saying well think about it though what what if han was okay let's let's think about it right let's say let's yeah han is part of the empire and yeah they put him into this yeah they put him in this mole role right right so he has to act like them even going up against Uh the empire when needed what's who's to say that that's how he ends up saving chewbacca or liberating the wookies and he starts seeing the evils of the empire you know we've seen this kind of stuff in star wars rebels too you know uh, so Han is true. the turncoat. Yeah. It's a twist on the whole turncoat idea. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still going to go, oh, hell no. I'm with John. Ooh, I put this one impossible. Bing. Okay. All right. I mean, I can see, like, I can see why it just doesn't, yeah, kind of like John, like, it doesn't really fit with my head canon of how I see Han. So yeah. that's I mean it I mean in that so yes, it could be totally plausible. It just doesn't personally, I don't it doesn't vibe with what you guys think of Han as a as a character. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I think that's exactly exactly right. It doesn't vibe with what I already think. And so what I think happens is Han is part of the Empire. Um, he doesn't like the way the Wookiees are being treated, so he helps liberate the Wookiees somehow, leaves the Empire, and now he's out on the run. And he's got to do whatever it takes to survive, and he's got Wookiee uh, Chewbacca by his side, and it's not like they can just go, you know, um, sweep garbage in a casino or something like that. <laughs> he's got to start an outlaw life. You know, he's, he's, so he hooks up with this band of guys because, Hey, I'm a pilot, I'm a driver, whatever else he says in the, you know, and I got a Wookiee that can kick your butt. So, you know, we'd be a valuable asset to your team. And, and I think that's how he gets pulled into it in my head cannon. All right. So would you get, would you guys be upset if something like that ended up being the case? Not necessarily. Um, like it pulled off correctly. 
if pulled off correctly, I, I mean, I'd be, I'd be okay with it at some point. You know, I would accept <laughs> it. You know, I would. Accept I mean, it. I would accept it. I don't think I'd necessarily be upset. I yeah. think it. Yeah, I think like John, it would have to be written correctly. Right. And like, I could see a scenario where okay. A twist on that. So Han is part of the Empire. And he's sent undercover. And during that undercover mission is like how he meets Chewbacca. And then in freeing Chewbacca, that kind of starts turning the wheels. And, you know, and that's kind of what propels him Uh to leave the Empire. So kind of meld both of those theories together. Um, so it's like the Vader one where the circumstances might seem plausible. It's just certain details about them that yes, that I don't necessarily agree with. Plus, like Han is literally the last person you should ever choose to infiltrate an organization. You know, that's I a mean, very good point. Too. I mean, like he's. Look, I mean, look at Return of the Jedi, where, you know, they're like, oh, I'll take care of the guards. And look and at Leia. A New Hope. Like, um, everything's yes. fine now. Every, we're, we're all fine. fine here. We're it's all okay. fine. Uh, How are you? I mean, you? <laughs> I mean, oh, like, Han, I, God, I love Han so much. Me too. But, but for a smuggler and a gambler, I mean, he has a terrible he's a terrible actor yeah i i so yeah boring conversation anyway yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's another reason why i find it very implausible yeah me too that's a good point yeah no i'm totally on the oh hell no all right all right dudes final one and this one this one gave me a lot a lot a lot to think about Okay. This one's. We are finally, finally going to see a moof and a moof milker. Go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say, ah, hell no, because it would spoil the mystique of moof milkers. I'm going to say plausible, and we also get to see Nerf and a Nerf herder. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're both we saw you're both wrong because I put this in. Hell yeah! Oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that'd be that'd be fun, but I I think I side with Cat. I think it would just kind of ruin the mystique. <laughs> you know, after seeing Luke milk a siren and the Last Jedi, and everybody go, it's a moof milker. I think it needs <laughs> to, to be, be addressed. Sorely disappointed. Yeah. yeah. Which is why it's a definite hell yeah in my book. <laughs> cool. So that, that's it. We've come to the end of your solo theory sucks. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, I, I'm looking forward to coming back to these uh, after you watch the movie and to see how far out or how close some of these were actually. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and we've all talked a little bit about how we think this movie's going to go. Right. Um, you know, I, I, I think that, you know, we can kind of wrap things up by extrapolating maybe some more of our thoughts about this film. 
about characters that maybe don't survive and characters that maybe we we surprisingly do think survive um even though we may not see them in quote unquote future films right yet at least so i mean obviously we know Chewie and Han and Lando they're going to be in future films um but we don't necessarily know about any of the other characters whether they will or will not be do you think there are any characters that will survive and not be killed off excluding the main peeps yeah excluding the main ones we know about yeah uh i think kira survives to be honest Val, Val's the one I'm not holding out for. Um, but I think Kira makes it out. I do. Just a just a gut yeah. feeling. I, I'm hoping Kira doesn't die. I'm not convinced that will be the case. I hope that she and Val both don't die um because if they did that would suck um beckett beckett's gonna die i think beckett's gonna die i'm on the fence about voss i think he'll manage to survive another day um and how about nest i think nest is a red herring I think okay. Ness is going to go out much earlier in the film than we think, and it's going to be another Phasma. Another not a not Phasma level, but I don't think Ness is like the main the main threat, villain. the main villain. Yeah, I feel like there's a bigger puppet master. It could be could be Voss. Yeah, could be someone else. I, I just I just I just feel like could be Beckett. Could be Beckett. Yeah. Yeah. There's been so much focus yeah. on Nest. I'm like, nope, sorry. I've seen too many promotional campaigns to be fooled by that. Yeah. So Nest is going to go out fairly early in the film, I would argue, for those reasons. Does or does not huh? <laughs> Chewie ride a swoop bike? Uh, uh, yes. Okay. Plausible. Yeah. I, <laughs> I honestly have no opinion. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I just, uh, <laughs> uh, whatever. I mean, I personally, I feel like I haven't done a lot of theorizing about this movie mm-hmm. because you, I, you know, I want it. I want it to be fun. I think it's going to be a fun, enjoyable action adventure. So I don't really, I haven't really spent that much time. Yeah, I just, I guess I kind of want to be surprised. And given that it's not um, connected, I mean, it's obviously it's connected to the saga films, but not, you know, by being a spinoff. You know, there's, yeah, so I, I haven't done a lot of theorizing. I just, I just want to enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. 
And then I'll probably watch it and come back and be like, oh, why didn't I think of that before? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know. I'm really excited to see this film and, and see how the pieces of the puzzle all put, are put into place and, you know, stand back at the end and admire the whole picture. Because uh, I think we're going to get a really good film. I think we're gonna, we're in for a lot of twists and turns and excitement and and drama and 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 gosh passion and friendship camaraderie and betrayal and all that fun stuff. I think this is going to be a good movie, guys. So I have a personal challenge for you guys while we watch. Okay. Okay. While we, while we're watching, while we're all at our respective show times on opening night. Let's all play a game of Spot the Ron Howard. Oh, okay. Because I, I, would, I would bet money that he will have some sort of little background cameo some, at some point in the film, right? I mean, he kind of has to, right? I think we, we'd have a better chance of spotting Clint Howard. Because well, he's in all of Ron's films. Well, no, he. Yeah, he, that's for sure. He's straight that's up a like, given. like he. Ron uh, tweeted a screen cap of, of the of him in the movie. Oh, did he? Okay, I guess I missed that one. Yeah. So yeah, no. But I I I, I was I I like to think that Ron Howard's in this movie somewhere himself. Okay. Just oh, right. drinking some okay. blue milk, sipping on a on a death stick, you know. <laughs> Do you think it's plausible that Ryan Johnson's in this film? Yes. Okay. Spot the director. Yeah, it, there kind of seems to be a little bit of that theme, right? Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, Gareth was in, well, Gareth was in TFA and, and Rogue One. The last, or no, last. Gareth was in Rogue Wait. One and The Last Jedi. You said TFA, yeah. Oh, it was Ryan. It was Ryan that was in TFA, right? As the one of the um No God. Gareth, who am I Ed- Gareth of? Edwards was the rebel that no. launched the ship. Like he yes. he let the the He launched the ship. Launch it, yeah. That was Gareth Edwards. Gareth Edwards was Wait. also on the- Crate. In the last in Jedi. In the Last Jedi, yeah. So Gareth has been in two Star Wars movies. And Ryan was in Rogue One as one of the Death Star operators. Yes, but he's in a helmet, so you can't actually. Wasn't he? The, okay. Was he one of the guys on the on the little platform yes. with no railings? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I, maybe there was nobody in TFA, and I'm just feeling sorry i'm getting all my movies mixed up too many movies Um, (laughs) (laughs) so yeah i i would guess we'll see oh keep your ears out for a carabast oh sure yeah but why not yeah but yeah spot the ron howard spot the ron howard all right do it okay Parting thoughts about this film before we wrap things up? Cat Ray? I just have to say that I'm super excited to go see it. I'm really happy that the early reviews seem to be positive. It looks like from a non-spoilery 
point of view that the people that have gone into this film with open minds have really enjoyed it, and it looks to be a good action-adventure summer blockbuster film. And frankly, sometimes that's just what you need. So I am super looking forward to this. I'm looking forward to action, adventure, great popcorn flick, having some fun in the Star Wars universe um, without the heaviness of the saga, Skywalker saga, hanging over us. So that's all I have to say. How about you, Adrian? Ditto. Everything Cat Ray just said is right. I am just over the moon that we're getting another Star Wars movie in like less than like what three days, four days. It's it's insane. Like we're right there again, guys, and I'm so happy. And everything I've seen just everything I've seen has just built up on what came before it in so many amazing ways. That last trailer just completely like sold it for me, and just the early reactions have been amazing. So. I know whatever, whether we're right with our theories or not, it's going to be a really, really fun, fun movie. Full of nostalgia, full of references. For casual fans and devoted fans alike. And I, I just can't wait. I also, sorry, I know John is going to say something too, but <laughs> I just want to say that through the throughout the press tour, I mean, I you know, like forever a Harrison girl. I mean, he's the man, but I have found in Alden Ehrenreich's interviews and the press that he's been doing as I, I find him very endearing. So I'm actually now, despite some initial hesitation, um, I'm really looking forward to seeing his interpretation of Han Solo. And so am I. I think he's going to do a good job. Mm-hmm. And I think Donald Glover's going to friggin' nail it as Lando, too. Oh, totes. Yeah. I mean, I, I it, it looks to me, and I might have said this on a, a previous podcast, that both of these actors are are going to be true to the character without doing an impression or an imitation of the original actor's performances. And as an actor... Um, that's the best you can ask for. Don't do an impression. Don't do a, a weak imitation. Take the character as it's written and portray it the way that you would portray that character and be honest to that character. I'm excited. I can't wait. Punch it, Chewie. It's going to be fun. It'll be amazing. Everything Disney's put out so far, as you can tell, has been made with love. There's no reason to think that's it's going to stop now. I agree. Well, and I guess that uh, that puts a, a cap on this episode of Fans of the Forest podcast. Adrian, if you would please uh, let our listeners know, how can they reach out to us? Where can they find us? Our listeners can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Forest Fan Podcasts and on our website, forcefanpodcast.com. And if you want to link up with me directly, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Blue Lab Pro and my website, bluelabpro.com. Cat Ray, how about you? If people would like to reach out to me, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Cat Ray. 
And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at ThatJohnFred, and also on my Facebook page, John K. Frederick. Well, that's going to do it, folks. Uh, And next time we do a podcast, we three will have seen Solo, A Star Wars Story, and you bet we're going to have some some things to say about this film. Uh, So until next episode, may the Force be with you. And then some. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.